Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Thanks for being here. Uh, we're so glad you're here with us on a Friday. Did you miss Blinded by the Item earlier in the show? If you did, you can download it as its own podcast. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, okay. <laughs> So we have a little food court to do here. Yeah, we got to make a decision about some food items. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm going to visit the only court I could never be in contempt of. Food court. Bradley versus Dawn. They love to argue. On topics from the world of cuisine. White meat or dark meat? Blue cheese or ranch? It's food court. Got to be a better way to phrase that. Let's go. The Honorable Mike Ganger presiding. Something's happening in the food court. Oh, a Sbarro. What's better? 651-641-1071. Cheese curds or mozzarella sticks? Oh, my God. How can you ask that in Minnesota? Cheese curds versus mozzarella sticks? Surely you can't be serious. Mm. I am. And stop calling me Shirley. Dawn, Mm. you might be wondering why I'm asking that question. And dear listener, join the conversation. 651-641-1071. Cheese curds or mozz sticks? Which is battle, battle, battle. The reason I'm asking is because the takeout, that's a food website I'd love to spend time on because mm-hmm. food, they literally had an article about cheese curds being better than mozzarella sticks. And I actually kind of might disagree with that. I take issue. And so I want to know what you think are better. Are cheese curds better than mozzarella sticks? 651-641-1071. Well, let's ask um, Mike, our producer here, since he uh, lived in Wisconsin for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, Mike, uh, as a person who has lived in the capital of cheese curd territory, oh, yeah. although I would argue Minnesota truly is fried cheese curd territory. Correct. Wisconsin is squeaky cheese, squeaky cheese mm-hmm. territory. But for you, yeah, are cheese curds better than mozzarella sticks. Now, often when we have questions like these, it always goes like this. Here we go. There are the best mozzarella stick, the best mozzarella stick, perfectly done mozzarella stick, is better than the best cheese curd. Now, there are the average cheese curds are better than the average mozzarella stick. Barbara Streisand. Thank you, Barbara. I agree. I totally, totally, totally agree. So repeat your take. An average... Uh, an average uh, cheese curd is better than the average mozzarella stick. However, the best mozzarella stick is better than every cheese curd. I firmly agree with this statement. Dawn, mm. what say you? Well, for some reason, <laughs> I don't crave cheese curds. Just be, yeah, put it out there, girl. Just disabuse yourself of any notion that you need to be loyal to the cheese curd. Well, um, I feel like... For me, I go, oh, I wanted that to be good because it smells so good, and I just don't really like them that much. It's fine. See? Um, but I, so I like mozzarella sticks. So you would say better. mozzarella stick. Yeah. Now, I, I love the nuance in Mike's, because so I've I was never ready. had a naked cheese curd, though. A squeaky what? cheese. What? No, I've never had just not fried. So to be clear. Bring one in tomorrow. Please, let's. Um, so to be clear, I grew up eating cheese curds my whole life, right? Because my family's from Wisconsin, and okay. we always had a bag of squeaky cheese curds. Okay. Even if they weren't squeaky, because let's be clear, unless they're fresh, they're not going to be squeaky. But we we had cheese curds all the time. It was not until I came to Minnesota as an 18-year-old that I actually had fried cheese curds for the first time. When people said, do you want cheese curds? I was like, why would we get honks of cheese at a restaurant, mm-hmm. right? Or when they talked about them at the Minnesota State Fair, is like, you guys just sell cheese curds? 
I, it didn't occur to me, and this was back in like the 1900s. Yeah. I had never had deep fried cheese curds before. So when I had them, I was like, oh my God, that is amazing. And also it's kind of extra, right? Because it's a lot. But so, so I grew up having just regular cheese curds. And my only fried cheese experience up to that point was mozzarella sticks. Mm -hmm. And I was ready to come to this conversation with a nuance that I thought I was going to have to argue with people about. But I, it turns out Mike actually agrees, which is I think a really well done mozzarella stick is better than a perfectly done deep fried cheese curd. I feel like cheese curds are very salty. I think that's what turns me off about them, and I don't know why. Well, and then but if only, it, yeah. And then if it's fried, it adds yeah. to that. It is not to say. Let's be clear. I don't want people to pelt me with cheese curds the next time I walk into a bar. Um, I wouldn't mind it actually. I mean, he's just going to open his mouth. It's just uh. I have an opinion about them, but I'm still going to eat the mm-hmm. out of some cheese curds. Let's go to the phones. Who do we got, Mike? We got Jane on the line to start things off. All right, Jane, what's your thoughts? Cheese curds better than mozzarella sticks? 100% cheese curds. All right, make your points, honey. Well, what you guys were just saying about them being too salty, that's what I like about them. Mm. Okay. So you and like no, them salty? No, I do, and no dipping sauce, just plain straight-up cheese curds are... Your favorite. Yeah, so for you, you you just want plain old cheese curds, deep fried, get them in your mouth. Yep, yep. All right, sweetie, thank you for sharing thank your you. thoughts and opinions. Again, no shade. I do, this, I will say, though, this is what I think sets the mozzarella stick apart. The mozzarella stick plus marinara sauce is yeah. a winning combo. Oh, sure. Cheese curds, I'm going to be, they generally will serve them with cats up. Oh, yeah. Or like at, like if you get them at the fair. Mm-hmm. Now, ranch, look, mm-hmm. p- put deep fried hair in ranch and I will eat the <laughs> of it. Oh, hell no. I'm just saying it's all oh. good. But like there's not a magical partner for the cheese curd in the way that marinara sauce is a magical partner for the mozzarella stick. Who else do we have on the line? Mike? Got Charles on the line. Hey, Charles, what do you think? All right, DB. I prefer mozzarella sticks and I'm born and raised here. Why do you like why do you like mozzarella sticks better? Do you think? Uh, you get more cheese. Yeah, oh, I like more that. cheese. Fair. Yeah, That's... and of course, I mean, I like a lot of people like marinara sauce. I just eat mine plain, and I'm good. Yeah. Do you have a favorite place that you get mozzarella sticks? Uh, yes, and it used to be Arby's. Oh. oh, you know, I I was gonna say, Charles, today I almost ordered uh, a thing of mozzarella sticks because you know we had that item for our food porn Friday, and I did not get them, but they do have really good mozzarella sticks at Arby's. Yes, and then the cheese curds. Now they're good at Gabby's uh, by oh. the ballpark. Okay. Okay. Thanks for those good recommendations. Hey, Charles. Hey. Thanks for tuning in, and thanks for being a great listener. And also, you should go to Arby's and get the mac and cheese bites. Those are real good. They're Charles. really good. All right, I'm gonna try that. Okay. All right. Also, can we just talk like, hmm, how can I put this? Like, I feel like, I don't know what I was going to say. I had a thought. It left me. Never mind. I've eaten too much food today. <laughs> too much candy, right? Too much candy. You had a lot of Halloween candy? Oh, I had two pieces. Okay. That's fine. Um, in terms of cheese curds being better than mozzarella sticks, oh, I know what I was going to say. A lot of times these days... Cheese curds, air quotes, are just honks of yellow or orange cheese that are battered. And so they're not even like, 
the state fair. Like to me, state fair cheese curds are the like pinnacle of cheese curd experience. So like sure. better to just not have them all year, save it for the state fair so that you can have that one good experience. And then when you're at the bar, get your mozzarella sticks. Yeah. And to be fair, the mozzarella sticks, they can go disastrous real quick. Because mozzarella sticks are the thing Especially I know from cooking. I'm the one from cooking yeah. them. Well, when you cook them, when you deep fry them, you really got to be careful because there's a fine line between a perfectly done mozzarella stick and all the cheese shooting out of the end of the mozzarella oh, stick. Yeah. You have to be very careful when you're making mozzarella sticks. That's My. why bad mozzarella sticks are the absolute worst because the cheese comes out of it. It's all grease. It's yeah, nasty. That makes sense. But a really good one is. But perfection. you know how they like try to pass off like you'll you'll order cheese curds oh, yeah. on a like for an appetizer mm-hmm. and it's just little blobs of yellow cheese and you're yeah. like that ain't a cheese no. curd. There's like cheese curds are an actual thing, Don. Right. They're it's not just blobs separating of cheese. the curds and whey. It's just yeah. the curd. Exactly. It's just the curd. Have you heard? It's just the curd. What everybody heard about, about the, the curd. curd. Why hasn't curd. somebody done that? Uh, Ellsworth, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, somebody send it to uh, the Ellsworth Dairy. All right. Um, I think we solved that. Barbara Streisand. Mozzarella uh, sticks. He's so mad at me because I don't want to listen to 48 hours of the Barbara Streisand. Voice. I listen to 48 hours of this music. Right? Wait for it. One more time. Barbara Streisand. All right, Barbara Streisand's <laughs> memoir comes out on Tuesday next week, I think. It's the 7th. Seven. Uh, when we come back from cheese curds and mozzarella sticks to Priscilla, Queen of the Elvis. It's actually a movie in theaters that just came out. Mike saw it. We've got Mike's Movie Minute upon our return here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Alight. I'm telling you, each and every day I think about my friends at Alight. Because every day of the year, they are working somewhere in the world. Not a day goes by that I don't open social media or turn on the television or look at some news story and realize, oh, look, more people displaced. It hurts my heart. It makes me feel overwhelmed. And I'm sure you feel the same way. But here's the thing. The reason that I continue to support Alight and many of you, my talkers, support Alight is because we know that despite how overwhelming the world can seem at any given moment, people are on the ground doing solid work to meet people, displaced people, people who've had to leave everything they have behind because of war, conflict and famine famine where they are at and a light is doing that 365 days a year to learn how you can support that work head to we are a light.org today and thank you my talk 1071 hi guys it's friday happy friday to you and uh, movie releases this weekend we've got one that mike has already seen yeah he's, yeah. he's movies and we wish we had an open for this mike's movie minute but Mike, you well, saw. Well, we don't want Paul to get, you know, we, oh. we still want Paul to have a place. That's true. We're going to get open for him first before Mike, we We don't want you me. to threaten him. No, 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 absolutely not. Oh, my gosh. I could never. He is amazing. <laughs> he I'm is. just giving you my thoughts about the movie I saw last night, which was Priscilla. We're yeah. only going to give you 60 seconds, by the way. It's I'm... called Mike's Movie Minute, so hurry up. <laughs> oh, really I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Tell us about <laughs> oh Priscilla, God. Queen of the Elvis. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was very, very good. Really, really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a, a, uh, an interesting look. If it's a very dark, it is... Um, uh, it's not what you expect in an Elvis film. When you're thinking of Elvis, you're thinking of Bright Lights, you're thinking of Vegas, you're thinking of this music and this lifestyle and all these things. You're literally watching this movie in the perspective or from the perspective of Priscilla. 
and it gives you a whole different feel of really kind of living with and obviously being married to Elvis, but not experiencing the same life experience that Elvis had because of the way the relationship was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what does what part of like the Elvis experience are we joining this film or does this film join? This is well, let's just say um, Sarah and I had our eyes were the size of saucers for the majority of this film because it's an hour and 50 minute film at an hour and 15 is when she graduated high school. Wow. So if you don't know the story about when they first met when she was 14, a ninth grader. Yeah. In West Germany, and he was 24. Hmm. This movie takes you through that experience. It is literally about a teenage Priscilla, and it's from that point, and I won't give all away, obviously, where it ends, but it get from that point and really when they had a closer relationship together. So that's a different part of the Elvis story than we're used to seeing Absolutely. light shed on, and it sounds like that made you uncomfortable, but that probably was the point of the film. Definitely. No, they definitely want to shed light on that. And the one thing, and I know we can kind of talk about because there's a story right now out there about Lisa Marie before she passed away. Yeah. She actually sent a couple emails to uh, the director, Sofia Coppola, and said, I don't want this movie made. This isn't an accurate representation of my father. This is not who I remember my father as. It makes him come out as a predator and manipulative, which I will say it 100% does. You have a different perspective on Elvis after you see this. Now, the movie, though, is based on Priscilla Presley's memoir, mm-hmm. Elvis and Me, and she also is the executive producer. Well, I was going to say, so it, this just further highlights the rift between Priscilla and Lisa Marie, and also predictably so. Yeah. Priscilla's version of events is going to be, and her perception of, of Elvis it's is going to be, to be more completely, accurate. well, first of all, <laughs> more accurate from her own eyes but it's also a story that lisa marie was not there for right and while i understand that lisa marie would find that to be problematic because let's be clear the culture sort of created another version of elvis that she probably embraced Mm -hmm. that this story doesn't uphold right like she came to believe in an Elvis that she knew, but also that the culture embraced, which was a far less problematic Elvis than the story it sounds like is telling. That's true. And in just in Tennessee back in the day, you know, I mean, yeah. it was acceptable for a, probably a guy who's in the military that you would respect above all else to date a, a teenager. You know, yeah. now there are laws that says... That's a child. And he even calls her little child, which is something we've heard about before. And it's just like, man, that's and uh, and to the point of what Lisa Marie experienced, she was nine when he passed away. Yeah. So she's not going to have sure from that little span of her time with her. I think it's totally understandable why she would be upset. Exactly. Right. Because it isn't the father that she's remembered. But uh, but But it's her mother's truth. Yes. No. But but I I, what I'm saying is there's space for both. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I'm agreeing with you on that. It's just like, it's a shame that, you know, it's, he's so built up and I am a huge, huge Elvis fan, believe me. But this part of his history has always bothered me. You know, the fact that she was so young and 
Oh, I, I can't wait to see it. It's so good. And some of the, and I really like how they did and what Sofia Coppola did where they, it is very, it's muted is it's very, there's not a lot happening. And, but that's not from a boring standpoint because they actually get you in the emotions of what Priscilla was going through, which I think is fantastic. Seeing another movie that was also trying to be very somber recently, the killers of the flower moon. This is one that actually made me connect mm. with her ah. okay, and, and understand what she was going through and really, really feel for her. Um, Kaylee Spaney, who stars as her, she was just so good. I've seen a couple of reviews where they were like, she has no emotion. She's not. It's like, well, yeah, she's playing a character that's constantly being manipulated and gaslit and by the biggest star in the world. Of course, she's not going to show a lot of emotion, you know, and she did have a and the nice thing is when she does show emotion, it's meaningful and it was powerful. So that was really good. Uh, Jacob Elordi as Elvis. I thought he was a fantastic version. Obviously, I didn't, you know love what he was doing, but it was a fantastic yeah. version of Elvis and really eye-opening to a part of uh, Elvis's life that, like you said, I, I didn't know a lot about. Mm. Sarah didn't know a lot about, and let's just say it's... You yeah, have I'm a different sure. perspective on Elvis after this. Most people don't, because in the culture that we most of us grew up in, mm-hmm. yeah. save like the most current generation that's of age, you, you just didn't look at that part. Mm-hmm. You didn't look at the uncomfortable parts, because they just, you know, like... And what that led to is like generations of people not even knowing. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, he was how old? Mm -hmm. And she, you know, it makes me think of, um, what's his name? Great Balls of Fire. Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. And that's his cousin too. Yeah. Well, not, yeah, not a far walk down the, the gravel road, but also not just those two, like look at all of the rockers who were shot to stardom. I mean, there's a lot when a man reached a certain level of power and prestige, suddenly there were things that were, if not, you know, tacitly allowed mm-hmm. uh, or explicitly allowed, were looked past. Yeah, and if the representation of her parents were portrayed the right way, which again, she, uh, Priscilla was the executive producer, mm-hmm. so I imagine she did a good job representing her own parents. Yeah. They made some very interesting decisions. Um, Ooh, and, yeah. And, like the way he, she was presented to Elvis the first time, the way she, they were like, oh, cool. Yeah, go over and hang out with Elvis repeatedly many times. Oh, go ahead and fly to a different country with Elvis. It's like, what? Yeah. As a 14 to 16 year old? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah, it's different. It was uh, it was heavy. It was dark, but well, it was fantastically done. I loved it. Thank you so Four much and a half out of five. for the Ooh. Mike's movie minute. Yeah, and uh, you can't come back next week, but the week after when Paul's not here, <laughs> you can be here. We won't tell him. Uh, up, no, I'm kidding, Paul. We love you. When we come back on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we got to go back to Brittany. Why? Well, because she's writing another memoir. We'll be right back. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. I know that the holidays are coming up. Well, right now you'll get three months free if you join Livia today and mention me. It's a limited time offer. Think about how much weight you could lose before the holidays. You can do it with your partner. You can do it maybe with a friend. Pair up with people and you could lose up to 10 pounds or more in your first two weeks. It's safe. It's doctor recommended. And I did the program. I'm telling you from experience. It was so easy for me to lose weight with Livia. I lost 30 pounds and they teach you things that you can use for the rest of your life. It really did change my life in a good way because I thought I knew all the fundamental things about a good good diet program, uh, which is a lifestyle really, 
but I didn't. I was really harming myself in a lot of ways that I didn't know. So sign up now. Three months free if you mention me. 855-GO-LIVIA or Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A dot com. My Talk 107.1. It's Friday. Thanks for being here. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Um, if you haven't picked up Britney's memoir, highly recommend listening to the audio book. Or if you just like a paperback, you know, paperback. If you like a hard book cover, <laughs> a paperback. I don't even think it's out in paperback. Bubblegum. No, um, I would definitely read it. It's definitely worth reading. Now, well, play the other one, too. Oh, which one? That. Mind your business, bitch. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, you meant this one. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Get okay, so what is going on with she's gonna I heard okay. she was gonna write another one and I thought because Sam because Sam left after it went into print. Well that would be, you know, a perfect place for her to start. Uh, at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. The beginning of the end, that is, of her relationship with Sam Asgari. And so if she's going to do a part two of her memoir, I would hope that it includes whatever happened to Sam because we have not heard. You know, there was a hot minute where it was all over the news and he, it sounded like he was going to drop some stuff. Remember the blinds were full of like he had videos and things and all this stuff. And then he just kind of disappeared. And I think it might be because, well, somebody, if not Brittany, close to her, part of her team was like, how much rent do you need us to pay right. for every month? Your $10,000 apartment. Yeah, he got like a really fat deal. Fat deal? Good deal on a fat apartment. Do the kids say that anymore? Fat? Remember when everything was fat? Yeah. Like thick? PH. Is it sick or fat? Mm, I don't think either. Uh, lit? Yeah. Bomb? Something. It was like a really sweet apartment. <laughs> Sweet's like really old. Anyway, um... So he, but ever since then, it kind of has disappeared. Well, mm. according to sources, now this is a story from a very reputable journalistic outlet called Us Weekly, <laughs> okay. which I routinely forget is called Us Weekly and think it's U.S. Weekly. Sure. Sometimes but, I, que- I question myself and I'm like, is it us? Um, according to a source that is exclusively sharing in the latest issue of Us Weekly, quote, Britney's not looking to go after Sam in this second memoir, Dawn. Okay, well then, do she I wanna... just wants to talk about why the relationship broke down. You know, as everyone knows, Hassam and I are no longer together. That's what Britney said when she wrote it on Instagram. Yeah, but the source says um, that um, really there's nothing there they just didn't it didn't work so she might write about that but it's not personal (laughs) and he didn't do anything terrible so so is that so she is going to write about the relationship allegedly okay but not she's not looking to go after him she doesn't want to be mean okay Hmm. this is a problem with her in her life as if you listen to the audiobook or read the book she is afraid of being mean and so she lets people 
trample all over her sometimes. Well, yeah, she's afraid of being mean until she calls her sister, like her 11-year-old sister, a bitch. But Well, that's <laughs> after a lot of, yeah, I mean, that's layered into different. And but, her screed's on Instagram. So I'm like, girl, instead of Instagram, let's put it in a book. Yeah. And let's be clear about what happened with Sam. Because what we're concerned about, I think, I'll speak for you, but you can speak for yourself. No, it's fine. Is, um... We, we agree on this. She, like, something happened. It's clear. And it was probably his doing. Like, I don't know what it was, but I don't feel like, I feel like she was blindsided. Yeah, she, I think she was. By him leaving. Yeah. Which makes me want to know what that story is. But maybe she doesn't know the real story. I that I would say that that's the answer there. She doesn't know the real story. I wish I could strip so away. So then, what was the real story? His secret wife was like, "You need to cut ties with her finally, once and for all." Oh boy, that's you know, real that, deep. That was in the blind items. Secret wife. He right. had a secret wife and kid. Okay. Um, I feel like they would know that. Well, I mean, okay, so maybe he doesn't have a secret wife, but like maybe he was so, like having a side relationship, so, which I would totally believe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, the first time she met him was on that music video. Mm-hmm. Was he? Was she in the conservatorship when she filmed that video? Yeah. So essentially, everything he was, was hired by the conservatorship. By, okay, to by be Jamie, her trainer. To be her trainer. Okay. He was on the music video, and then subsequent to that, my understanding is that he then became like her personal trainer and was like getting her in shape, making food for her and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, she says that just in the book, like they met, it was real hot and sexy, the video, and then they just hooked up. She doesn't talk about how he was hired as her trainer in the book. Maybe she doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why do That's we know I'm these saying. things? But she doesn't. Well, because there's a lot of people around her. Or she didn't think maybe this is the design of people that are trying to control me. I don't know. It just seems like maybe there were more contract negotiations after that. This is all rumor and speculation, but, you know, that it's like, okay, this will keep her under control. But he would be by her side whenever she fought back about the conservatorship. I would like to remind you that during this time, she's also being video monitored by her dad slash manager management company. Mm -hmm. Because remember, those were the allegations that they were videotaping her. Yeah, in and that home. would have been around the time Sam was there, which means I've always wondered to what extent he knew what was going on, and he just played the dutiful employee slash lover, you know, like would, yeah, you know, like sort of playing both sides because he realized what an amazing opportunity this was, and I guess I don't know, I mean I don't know what his like motives were, but you could see a scenario where he thought like. Oh, I'm going to protect her, but I'm also benefiting from this personally. I always think like if if these when these celebrity couples happen, you know, if and there's one person that's not as high on the totem pole as far as popularity or just fame. I always think, would you date Britney Spears if she worked at Applebee's? Like if she wasn't a pop star, would you be in love with her? Of course not. Okay, so that's a problem to me. Yeah, but that's always going to be a problem because how would you ever know? Um, As Britney Spears, you would never know. You would never know who actually. So you just have to kind of accept it. Yeah. But that's fame, right? Like you live with that daily. Me personally? Yeah. No. 
I mean, you have to ask yourself every time people are friendly to you, like, is this because they just want (laughs) something from you? Okay. Hey, lady. I don't think so. You got a radio show. Yeah. I don't think so, but... No, I'm I'm being facetious because I... But I think that when you're famous, like, that's a fruitless... You don't want to go down that road because you're going to lose your mind. If you have to question whether anybody ever wants something from you because of... Uh, just because of who you are, because of like your name. Yeah, I. That's why she's suspicious. I mean, I would be too if I knew that my conservatorship family was tracking every time I went to the bathroom. Like they had a log and would watch. And even when she was changing, there were cameras. Like that's sick. I'm sorry. And then putting her in rehab. I'm sorry. I'm just going off on the book right now and what I learned. All these times she was put into rehab was only to make her look unstable so they could control her. Yeah. It's just like, where's the justice system? Please. I just want them to be accountable for these actions. Yeah, well, hopefully someday they will He should be in jail. Anyway, will you read the next memoir? Uh, Why are you even asking that question? Of course. I mean, honestly, you have you can't even ask that question. You, you're not going to put my <laughs> Come on, this is why he's mad because I don't want to listen. I like to how you. I love the way that you characterize this as I'm mad. I'm literally getting your goat because you were like, I can't be bothered to read one of the most amazingly talented women's biography of the twenty whatever century we're in. Because it's 45 hours. Eight. 48 hours. Oh, my God. 48 hours of a book is way over anybody else's book or memoir. It's just not even close. I think most people aren't going to listen I don't care. Good. Bye. Well, I'm just saying I'm not in the, I'm not <laughs> I in the minority. I ain't doing this for a... Do you need to be in the majority on this one? Well, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I definitely what, think What kind that, of majority is that? A boring one. Bye. I feel like Go watch I your Real to, Housewives. Yeah. I'll but, read about a real But even artist. a full season of Real Housewives Barbara is... Streisand. Like you could watch four years of Real Housewives and then you get And Barbara's your brain book. would be dead. Yeah. And my brain will be dead <laughs> if I listen to Barbara Streisand go on about herself that much. I mean... And I will say that the article that you pulled this from, also that person said it's not a lot of substance and a lot of philosophy. Great. Who's this person whose word you're taking seriously that you don't know? I don't want to say because I don't really like him that much. Okay, great. You know, so you you wouldn't believe what he normally says is what you're saying. No, I do. It's just that it's kind of... But other people are complaining about this. I'm just yanking this. your chain, dog. Did you know that she was married to someone else we mentioned earlier in the show, Elliot Gould? Oh, yeah. I didn't know An that. An amiable anteater? That's how I was described at 19. I mean, who doesn't want to hear this? That's... Mm. Here's here's <laughs> what I told Julia, because to be fair, and if you guys are just joining us and we got to go because I want Mike to play his game, but I'm giving you a hard time because I think it's hilarious that you're just like coming up with any reason because it's fine. I don't you don't need to listen to 48 hours of Barbara. I will I'll take one for the team. It's totally fine. But I was out in the hallway talking to Julia in a break and she's like, I don't know. That's a long time. Thank you, Julia. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, girl. Here's my this is me. Every morning I'm going to get up and I'm going to put Barbara Streisand in my ears 
and I'm going to go on a walk with Barbara Streisand. And when I hear the author read their like life story, I did it with Debbie Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done it with a lot of other authors. It's like I have a relationship with them. And by the end of the experience, I feel like I know them. And I just love that. So the fact that I get not nine, like Britney Spears or whatever it was, five. I only got five hours with Britney Spears. I'm going to get 48 bleeping hours with Barbara Streisand. Yeah. So I think that's a gift. But it's fine. It doesn't have to be a gift for everyone. I get it. Yeah. You do. So you're saying you do get that it's very long. You do get that that is I get that 48 hours long. is Well, it's not exceptionally long for an audiobook. <gasps> Cuz I listen to a lot of like history books that are pretty long. Yeah, but that's like the history of like Europe or something. Girl, this is one person. Do you know me? <laughs> do you know how many books on the Roman Empire I have read? <laughs> we can't get into the Roman Empire. I'm telling now. you. It's a Friday afternoon. Let's play a game with Mike. Don't tell me not to live. Just sit Time to go to break and we'll be back right here on Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, if you missed any of the show and you want to go back and listen to it, we make it so easy for you. Just wherever you get your podcast, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, or if you just want to listen to Blinded by the Item or both, Blinded by the Item is also its own podcast. Let's play a game. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It's how we wrap up every show by playing a classic game show, maybe one from the past, one from the future, or one currently. Uh, On Fridays, we play together as a team. Let's find out with this little smaller wheel with only co-op games. uh, What one are we going to play today? Yeah. Yeah! Come on down to the Family Feud. Yes! It is that time for the Family Feud, one of our Friday favorites. Uh, We're going to do the Fast Money Round at the very end. Who wants to uh, go first? I went first last time, so I want to leave now. Okay, go. Bye. Get out of here. Go to the soundproof room. We'll come get you when we are ready for you. Today on Family Feud, again, this is where you two are trying to team up to score 200 points. And if you do, your family is going home with $10,000. Just kidding about that part. But if you do it like five times in a row, then I think you get a car. I don't know. They change the rules a lot. But let's play. Yeah. Eventually, there was a car involved. Let's go ahead and get it started again. Just answer as quickly as you possibly can as we'll roll through these. Name a person you don't necessarily like. But you're obligated to get along with. Your mother-in-law. Uh, n- name one of the first famous people, real or fictional, that children learn about. Uh, uh, George Washington. Name a possession. Did you say fictional? I said real or fictional. Oh, okay. You got your, yeah. Name a possession that some people would like to be buried with. Uh, money. Name <laughs> a musical instrument you do not blow into. Violin. Name something men do when they start to go bald. Uh, take Propecia. All righty, there you go. You got <laughs> some answers in there. Not good. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how you did. Again, uh, we'll run through these answers here before we bring Dawn back in here. You guys are trying to get 200 points collectively. Name a person you don't necessarily like, but you are obligated to get along with. You gave us mother-in-law. Survey says... That's our number one answer. Ah, phew. It's actually in-law, but obviously mother-in-law. Yeah. 33 points okay, for that perfect. first one. Okay. Nice start. All right. Let's move on to the second one. Name one of the first famous people, real or fictional, that children learn about. You said George Washington. Is George Washington on the board? 
Also the number one answer. Oh, wow. That was wild. I just giggled when you said that because I'm like, yeah, of all the people, there's only 26 points because there are so many people you could have said. But uh, it's just, yeah, that that's, it makes sense. It was a good answer. George Washington. Wait, how many points was that? 26. 26, okay. You're up to 59 totals. We move on to the next one. Again, trying to get to 200 so you guys can win fictional money. Let's go to name a possession somebody would like to be buried with. You this, said. I, I, this was not good. Well, you said money. Okay. Survey says. Number two answer. Oh, it's okay. okay. You All right. Great Money. On that one. Also, 21. that's a dumb thing to be buried with because like correct. nobody can spend it. Anyway. Other people should have that. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't take that. What was? Oh, you. you can't tell me the number one. Uh, you'll find All out right. maybe. We'll right. see how Don does. We'll move on to the next one. Name a musical instrument you do not blow into. You said violin. Survey says number four answer. Mm, Eleven yeah. points on that one. You're at ninety one as we head to the okay. final one. All right. Name something men do when they start to go bald. You said... Take drugs. Take drugs. Is drugs on the board? What? That's not one of the top five answers. I'm sorry. What? I don't know what to tell you. It's not up there. Oh. Okay. As a bald man who's experienced that, I can say I did not go that route either. So that's why it's on the board. Wear a hat? I mean, I don't know. What are the answers? There's answers. We'll find out if Dawn gets any of them. Go ahead and grab her if you can. Go get her. All right. We are playing... Family Feud here to wrap things up. It's Game Show Roulette on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. As Dawn, he did pretty well. He did, okay. He, he got you 91 points. Ooh, so there's a nice. Little, little meat left on the bone for you. There's okay. still a lot of meat on that bone. But... <laughs> you, need, you need to obviously have 109 points to okay. lock up a victory today for Game Show Roulette. Are you ready to give me your answers? Yes. All right, let's start with this first one. Name And by the way, if you hear this sound... That means you're repeating an answer. I need a new answer from you. Okay. Uh, name a person you don't necessarily like, but you are obligated to get along with. Your priest. Uh, one, name one of the first. <laughs> name, <laughs> name one of the first famous people, real or fictional, that children learn about. Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> name a possession some people would like to be buried with. A possession. That um, some people a, would like to be buried with. Um, A ring. Name a musical instrument you do not blow into. Um, a harm... Uh, no. <laughs> um, an accordion. Name, some, <laughs> name something <laughs> men do when they start to go bald. Um, Panic. Okay. Uh, okay. That's fine. That's a good okay. answer. There you go. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Let's run through these answers here. Uh, we'll start with the first one. Name a person you don't necessarily like, but you're obligated to get along with. You said pastor priest or pastor. I'm glad you used both of those yes. because then I can officially give you that either oh, way. No, hell. sorry. Not on there. Uh, in-laws were the number one answer. Oh, okay. Bradley did get that one. Okay. Boss was up there. Coworker, sibling, and neighbor. Mm. So no points Not on that first one. Nope, nope. No points on that <laughs> okay. first one. You're still sitting at 91 total points. Let's Uh-oh. move on to the next one. Name one of the first famous people, real or fictional, that children learn about. You said <laughs> Rip Van Winkle. I mean, it's not not possible. Is Rip Van Winkle on the board? Sorry, oh, not shoot. up there. Uh, Bradley did give us the number one answer, which was George Washington. Oh, that was twenty six. Santa Claus was next at twenty one. Oh, Martin Luther King was up there. Jesus, oh. Doctor Seuss, and I did God. Think Jesus, maybe or mm-hmm. God. But then you said oh, person. God. 
That's real how it's real uh, deep. Uh, okay. This is so answer. not rip. I was always rip. fascinated. I'm like, he slept for that long. <laughs> I want to sleep for that long. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. We got to roll through these last yeah. three. Jesus or Rip Van Winkle? <laughs> Name a possession that somebody <laughs> would like too. to be buried with. You said ring. Mm. Good answer. Is ring and or jewelry on the board? It's the number one answer. Yeah, get us! 61 points. Oh. Puts you at 152, which means you are very much still in this. Okay. As long as these last two answers don't suck. Let's move on to these know. last two answers. <laughs> I don't know. What Name I said. a musical instrument you do not need to blow into. <laughs> you said an accordion. Yeah. Albeit true. Not on the board. Oh. I will say, is the number one answer piano? Uh, that's the number two answer. Okay. That was, was 35. Guitar, 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 mm. guitar what did you piano, say? violin. Okay, guitar, piano up there, drums also there. All right, it comes down to this last one. It needs to be worth forty-eight points. Name something men do when they start to go bald. You said <laughs> panic. That's terrible. It's on the board. It is, but it's only worth seventeen points. Oh, I'm sorry, you did God. not win today. What was the number one answer? Uh, wear a hat. Oh, oh, it comb, was wear a hat. Comb okay. over is up there. Stress out was actually the number I three said take answer. Drugs. You Stress also, out was number three. It was okay. number three. Wear a toupee and dye their hair. All on the board. Unfortunately, you guys are not winners today. But thanks so much for playing. One sixty nine though. That was pretty good. One sixty nine. Good place to end. I it. almost said harmonica. We heard. <laughs> we were aware. Don't worry. Mom we know. <laughs> uh, thank you for playing with us, audience today. And by that I mean putting up with us <laughs> yeah. because I don't know what we accomplished but we had fun yeah, nonetheless we which we too. always do here on the adventures of bradley and donna we will have fun on monday but not tomorrow or sunday so go off enjoy the world as it is it's sunny outside if you want to hang out on the radio Lori and julie are up next mm-hmm. like i said we'll be back on monday and in the meantime barbara streisand bye bye barbara